what is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Welcome to the show. We've got Kirk Franklin and his wife, Tammy Franklin, to talk about their new dating show, The One. This is Cafe Mocha. Angelique and Lonnie love summer season means movie time. Air-conditioned movies and popcorn. Aren't you glad to be able to go to the movies again, Lonnie? Oh, my Ooh, gosh. You know, um, shout out to uh, Holly. I don't know why I want to call her Haley. Holly Bailey, um, Little Mermaid Open. Um, it did wonderful domestically. Um, overseas is doing okay. I was a little disappointed, Angelique, in, in China. So far to date, it's under five million. There, there's been a lot of controversy with, you know, the casting, and it has nothing to do with um Hallie herself. It's just that people need to grow up and they need to understand that, you know we did this with the Wiz. Like we had the Wizard of Oz and then we made the Wiz and, you know, you can make things different and um, it should be positive. So, um, but with that said, she's doing great. The movie is doing great and it's a great movie. So please go and continue to watch The Little Mermaid. Also, uh, Spidey, uh, the Spider-Man movie, Spider-Verse, Spider-verse. Is, uh, has, has opened and it, it did great, wonderful. But we also have a lot of like thrilling movies that are, are here for the summer. Um, there's a comedy romance called The Perfect Find that'll be um, coming out. Um, and it stars Lala Anthony and Gabrielle Union, uh, a 40 year old woman with everything on the line. And she risked it all for a secret romance. That sounds like something that I like. So if you like rom-coms and, and comedy, you know, the perfect find is something that you would be interested in. Who's the perfect romance with? Who's the little secret romance with? Who's the man in there? Well, see, that's why you got to go and um, see it. Look at it. Okay. Yeah, you got to go see it. But it's some wonderful women in it. You got Gina Torres. You have Janet Hubert. Okay. Um, um Aisha Hines. Yeah, yeah, you got that. So they they done gave on Viv a job. So it's called The Perfect Fine. Up next, we have a comedy horror movie called The Blackening. This has been something that's been <laughs> that's coming out. Um, and it's about a group of black friends reunite for a Juneteenth weekend getaway, only to okay. find themselves trapped in a remote cabin with a twisted killer. <laughs> and it stars uh, Grace Byers. You remember Grace Byers? That's uh, uh, what did she was in um, uh, Empire? Uh, she was Boo Boo Kitty. That's who she was. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my, my man, Sinqua Walls is in okay. it. Um, I love Sinqua Walls. Dwayne Perkins, Yvonne Orgy, Jermaine Fowler, all my friends. So it's called The Blackening, and that's a comedy horror movie. Wait, they um, out in the woods because you know that ain't realistic. Uh, well, you know, they, they got to <laughs> do what they got to do. Um, Black, uh, 
there's another movie coming out called Surrounded. It's a drama Western starring Letitia Wright. That's Black Panther girl. Yeah, Black Letitia Panther. Wright and Michael Kenneth Williams. After her stagecoach is ambushed, a woman is tasked with holding a dangerous outlaw captive and must Ooh. survive the day when the bandits gangs try to free him. So that is it's a, a Western. It's a Western. Hey, all we right. doing them all. We doing like it all. It's a Black Summer movie. Um, we have they clone Tyrone coming oh out boy. in July. Um, <laughs> uh, J. Mm-hmm. Alphonse Nicholson that he plays in P Valley. Okay. Um, as uh, murder. Um, and Jamie Foxx is in it. Uh, Jason Lauder, John Bodega from um, you know Star the Wars. Star Wars. And They Clone Tyrone is a a movie about a trio that investigates a series of eerie events, alerting them to a nefarious conspiracy lurking directly beneath their hood. So that is a it's a comedy mystery science fiction. So that's what it is. So that we got all kind of movies. We got superhero movies. The Marvels is coming out. At the end of July, that's an action science fiction superhero movie with Samuel Jackson, um, Tiana Paris. Um, it's going to be really, really good. And it's the Marvels. It's like, you know, it's Captain America or, or, or which is a woman. And, you know, you have these a black superhero, which Tiana Paris plays. So um, the, basically they're saying that they trade places with each other every time they use their powers and must team up to fix their problems. So that's mm. that should be coming. That should be a good one. Um, lastly, we have Haunted Mansion which is a comedy family horror movie. Um, Lakeith Stanfield. Okay. Tiffany Haddish. Rosario Dawson is in this. It's a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide um, to help exercise their newly brought mansion. So that's like Amityville Horror. horror. Yeah. Remember that one? You know, and just a few more. Uh, Talk to me. Oh, yeah. I remember this one. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand they oh, become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far so that's like a mystery i was like i was trying to find out if they're oh and there's one more from f gary gray it's called lift and it's an action movie um starring kevin hart a master thief who is wooed by his ex-girlfriend and the FBI to pull off an impossible heist with his international crew on a <laughs> 777 flying from London to Zurich. Oh, okay. You know, Go ahead, action right. star Kevin Hart. Kevin doing it all. And of course, we got the, the, the ever-famous Denzel Washington in the Equalizer 3. Oh, we nice. cannot, that's coming out in September. But these are your summer movies, you know, featuring Black folks. Support go and support them, them you know support them you no know they always say we, they ain't putting us in nothing you know they're, they're putting us in stuff it's cafe mocha on the line kirk and tammy franklin from the tv one show the one welcome to cafe mocha guys together for the first time yeah on this show how y'all doing yeah we're doing good thank you so much for having us um kurt um, when you're not busy on on social media dancing, uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys have this great dating show called The One. So, uh, Tammy, can you tell us about it? I just want you to know that that wasn't me dancing. That was my cousin, Ray Earl. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Ray, Ray Earl had just got out of jail, and there was a little bit of excitement about being released. Uh, he had several traffic tickets in different states, and so he was just very happy to be dancing. It was a happy dance. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. The <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> The shenanigans, but um, the the one um, is a a dating reality show uh, where Kirk and I come alongside um, the bachelor. His name is Brent and Bachelorette Ashley, and we come alongside and and coach them. Uh, one of the things that uh, really um, made Kirk and I intrigued us is that you have a bachelor and a bachelorette, which is quite different. Um, from dating shows and then um, they are a little more seasoned in age and have lived some life and so um, we felt that was a different dynamic as well for viewers. Now Kurt what made you want to uh, host a dating show because we're used to you with the gospel shows you're great at that but a dating show what that's something totally different that's a different muscle for you. Are you trying to say that I suck at it? Answer the question, boy. <laughs> no, man, you know, um, uh, me and my creative partner, um, it, it was an idea that he had that really, um, as a matter of fact, when he was a little boy, Tammy used to babysit him. And, uh, <laughs> and, so, uh, and so he just really thought, you know, that it would be something really good for TV one's platform, and more than anything, I was really willing to to uh, do it and was excited about doing it, just because I also just wanted, you know, Tammy for for the culture to get a chance to really see Tammy's uh, skill sets and how good she is in front of the camera, and you know, maybe hopefully, you know, kind of really open up other opportunities for her. You know, she's empty nesting now, and you know, she she's got the freedom to, you know, kind of see what she likes and what she doesn't like, and and. And 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 I know that my platform a lot of times can be a catalyst mm-hmm. to be able to uh, you know kind of help launch her. And so um, you know, and I think you've done a wonderful job too. Now, so Tammy, Tammy, yeah, Tammy, how are you feeling we, about yeah, it? Yeah, we want to know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the 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 major thing that I discovered was, um, and, it, and it, actually, it was the producer that was assigned to me. Uh, that really pointed it out to me. And uh, you know, she began with giving me notes. Um, in the beginning, maybe the first couple episodes, and then, you know, a few episodes in, she came to me um, and said, I want you to know that you have great instincts. And she said, to the point where I'm not giving you any more notes, you're, you're just, you're just doing it. And so for me, it was so reflective of, you know, um, following my instincts and knowing that they're, that they're, that they're good. And, but um, having that having that uh, note and that um, encouragement, I think, especially coming from a woman, mm-hmm. um, just really, really meant a lot to me. And Kurt, what do you want people to get out of this dating show? Well, more than anything, I, it's, it's, I think that it's just really important to also show the other side of uh, just our culture, just our race that's not always lost in the context of sensationalism where, you know, mm-hmm. we're throwing tables and chairs and, you know, mm-hmm. that we, we are highlighting sometimes the areas of us that are not always elevated. And, and I think that this is a fun show that gives you an opportunity to, yeah, you know, there's, there's some challenges, there's a little tension, there's a little drama, but we still keep it classy. We still keep it sexy. But, you know, we, we still keep it grownish. And I think that that's something 
that you don't find in other shows, but at the same time, they can still be very engaging. And I think that that's what people can be able to feel excited about, just to be reminded that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're still royal people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dig? You, you know, and, and, and because we are royal people, people of color, with this beautiful melanin that we have, you know, that there's always a level of classiness that I get excited about when we can curate something that really showcases the best of who we are. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Kurt and Tammy Franklin from TV's One's, their new dating show, The One. Um, what's the top advice, uh, Tammy, you would give singles looking for marriage? Because, you know, sisters, we always looking. <laughs> <laughs> always looking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, the biggest thing, of course, when I, I talk to, to so many ladies, um, is that um, th- making sure that you have done your own personal and inner work. A lot of times we, we want, uh, I talk to, you know, ladies and, and they want all these different things, but they themselves haven't done the work. So it's quite often that they're looking for the very thing that they haven't, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, that, that, they, that they haven't um, grown in themselves. And so, and then finding, you know, making sure that you are confident in who you are, that the person will come alongside and, and compliment you, not make you, um, you are complete by yourself. Um, and then to not putting so much emphasis on um, the one past your own accomplishments. A lot of times we put so much emphasis on um, marriage. I mean, you think about the different times in which you go to the holidays and, and, you know, and if you're a certain age, you're not married yet, you don't have children yet. And your accomplishments beyond that, um, it, you know, it almost falls in comparison to the fact, oh, but you're not married. Mm-hmm. And that just, that breaks my heart for, you know, especially for my, 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 my African-American queens that, you know, you all on your own, you're the one. Right. Definitely. And Kurt, what's the best advice you have for married couples who want to stay together? If at first you don't succeed, give up, try something else. No, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, the fish in the sea. <laughs> Hilarious. That is so funny. You know, it's, I just think that more than anything is if you don't mind me saying this, it, is I think that my advice probably would initially start with uh, the advice I would give them before they get married. You know, it's, it's a, it's I think that the reason why we're always having to do so much maintenance on marriages mm-hmm. is because we didn't get a chance to tune them up right in the right direction before they got married. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there are some people that needed, you know, maybe some, some personal, uh, you know, uh, counseling. You know, that they, they needed some more more personal work before they got married. I think that just because in American culture, everything is so romanticized Mm -hmm. that I think that we make, you know, we make the way. And I think Tammy said it uh, strong too. Like, like it's almost like the energy that you put in the wedding is not the energy that you put in the marriage. Mm. And, and I just think that it is so much of a disservice for marriages because we romanticize everything about the institution except for the institution itself. And I think that that's why I would always love to try to be in people's lives before they make the decision to really do the deep work, to ask the deep questions and have the level of transparency that's needed so that when the bumps that come in the road, it's, it's because marriage is going to bring bumps. Nothing is going to make you fail proof, you know, mm-hmm. but, but at least, when the bumps come, you have the shocks. 
ready yeah. to be able to kind of absorb the hit. A lot mm-hmm. of times people are getting into stuff because again, you know, you know, like 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 my wife came from. Even though my wife had some 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 very painful experiences in her life that I'm still learning, there are things that I'm still learning about because you know Tammy's such a beautiful woman internally and externally. Sometimes you know it's easy to judge. You know, oh she ain't been through nothing. She got a big beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad they love each other, but mm-hmm. you know she's had her own pain, and I think that that Tammy at least had a little bit more of an understanding of what she was signing up for more than I did because I didn't have a mama nor a daddy. Even even as a fact, at my wedding, I didn't even have one relative in my wedding. Mm. You know? And so yeah. So, you know, that's how dysfunctional I came to the table. And I would have loved for Tammy to have a a better put together husband than she did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's just real talk. That's no cap. You know, well, you know, now that I'm 53 and I mm-hmm. got married at 25, I got married at 25 and I look back and I go, how the hell did she go through that? Mm. You know, because, you know, you come with all this damage because you don't really understand that this institution really should deserve at least people having an understanding of what they're signing up for and at least doing the work before they do it. And Tammy, yeah. what made you fall in love with Kurt? Like, can you remember? <laughs> that was a long time ago. Let's go in those archives. A long time ago. <laughs> um, you know, Kirk, um, there was just something about him that felt like home. I was in a process of, I was a single mom, and I'd come to a place in my life where I was like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm good with me. And if 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 marriage and and finding my my person happens good and if it doesn't I'm I'm okay. Uh I just I think I'd gotten sick of just, you know, dating. It was like, mm, but it was something about Kirk that just felt like immediate home to me. Um I was definitely because I was at that place <laughs> I was, you know, my, I remember my baby sister saying, please, please give him a chance because I was at a place where I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with no foolishness, no, you know, and it wasn't just me. I had a, I had a daughter. And so, um, and then he, he, he had a, a, the, the ability, as y'all can see on this phone, to make me laugh mm-hmm. and smile. And having a person that I can do life with that was my friend was very, very important to me. And someone that I felt that was going to come alongside and accent my daughter's life and not add, you know, chaos and trauma to it was yeah. really, really important to me. And, yeah. you know, he, he fell in love with her. I, I, we laugh and say probably more so than he did me. Wow. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Kurt and Tammy Franklin talking about their new dating show, The One on TV One. And also, Kurt, you have a, a new single out called All Things. Tell me about it. Girl, I got new music out, girl. Girl, I got new <laughs> music out. It's called All Things. Yeah, man, it's some new music. I haven't released new music in four years. Uh, and, you know, I'm very grateful. And, you know, people seem to be enjoying it. You know, because you never know. I, I, I mean, you never know if people are going to you know, still rock with you, but I'm very humbled that they still rock with me after 74 years, you know, and <laughs> very, very thankful. It's very thankful for it, man. It feels good too. Is there an you... album coming? Yeah. I, I'm in the studio right now. The album is coming yes. and we're going to make enough and we're going to make a special announcement for something else coming. 
Oh my goodness. Kurt, what makes you stay so relevant? Is it that you stay hip? Is it that you're true to yourself? Are you true to God? You know, you're true to Tammy. What, what in your opinion makes you, because you, you stay relevant. Well, that's humbling. What I can tell you more than anything is that, and I'm going to be very vulnerable. What I'm about to say is not something I would encourage anyone else to do, mm-hmm. uh, but it, but it is my truth is my my traumatic childhood experiences lead the narrative in my life, meaning that I I am extremely ambitious. I am extremely hungry. I stay hungry because I don't want to be forgotten. Mm. Because I was adopted. I was uh, and 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 I was abandoned by my parents. And so I didn't grow up being being accepted. Even at a certain point the the lady that adopted me even kind of turned and kind of went another way and 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 I didn't feel accepted by her too so I can't afford for you to not like me anymore so it makes me work harder to make sure you like me and so that's 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 what drives me is I'm driven is I'm driven by the things that are not always the healthiest for me but I always get the I always seem to get the healthiest results and Tammy, how does that affect you and your marriage and supporting him? Great question. Um, that is a very good question. Um, I think that the way I, I try to support is to, um, as best I can, and, and especially when our children were at home, to bring about some sort of normalcy um, into our lives. Uh, it's important to me, and not that it wasn't important to Kurt, but I think as you know, the wife. Of, of all of this, um, I saw the importance of making sure that, um, that our kids, me, as well as Kurt, um, were able to create um, real life, you know, life beyond stage, life beyond, uh, especially with social media right now, perfection. Um, it's just, it, you know, and it's not that I'm like the taskmaster of, you know, we got to come back to reality. It's just that, you know, making sure that. Yes, she is. Yes, um, she is. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. You know, just making sure that I'm not. What's she saying? Let me tell you what she calls me. When I start, when I, when I start drifting, mm-hmm. she, calls me AD, she calls me ADD boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and keep it focused. <laughs> like, okay, ADD boy. Um, but you know, just making sure that, um, because life, life is hard. I remember one time we did an interview and, um, Kirk gave me one of the best compliments and that I give him a, a safe place, Aww. um, and a safe place, place to fall. And, um, in fact, when we, you know, did that interview, I started having, I mean, these big old burly men coming up to me to my man, that was really dope, you know, for you to say, you know, that, that, that it's important to you that you give your husband, you know, a safe place mm-hmm. to fall. I think as um, especially African-American men, and as Kirk mentioned, you know, the trauma that he has experienced in his own life, you know, it, it gets so beat up in the world. And so, and not that I'm, I'm perfect and that I've always done it right, but, you know, as I began to look at the atmosphere of our lives, I saw the importance of me setting, um, just a, a you know a foundation in which Kirk could feel safe. Our kids could feel safe. Mm, That's beautiful. The dating show The One is currently airing on TV One. This is Cafe Mocha. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. 
Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Kirk and Tammy Franklin. The show is called The One. It's on TV One. Um, guys, I'm sure people are already beating down the door trying to figure out what's up with next season. So do you know anything about the next round of Bachelor and Bachelorette and anything about next season if people want to be down with either being the datey or the dater? You know, me me and Tammy are working on a, another dating show for vertically challenged people. Oh, <laughs> my word. And, and, uh, and it, it, we, we got a working title on us called You Don't Have to Wait Long for Love. So, you know, um, uh, we, we're just kind of working on it, you know. And uh, it's going to be a very short show. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. You know, come okay. on here. That's up, that's up the interview. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Kurt and Tammy Franklin, their new show on TV One called The One. Also, Kurt's new single, is out uh, all things thank you so much for your time um and thank we look forward all. to that album and thank you so much for your transparency tammy we love you make sure to check back in with us on cafe mocha thank you guys so much take care yep. take care kirk Thanks, Crazy. Guys. <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> kirk franklin's latest single is called all things this is cafe mocha just because he's silent doesn't mean that he's still not only preparing it for you, he's preparing you for it. Let's go. Talking about all things, Woo! all the big and the small things. Hallelujah. Talking about doors you've never seen. Yeah. Blessings on blessings for you to receive. Talking about all things, <laughs> all the big and the small things. He sees you. Talking about doors you've never seen. Yes. Blessings on blessings.
lessons coming. But you had to get you ready for it. To catch the full conversation with Kirk and Tammy Franklin, you got to go to the podcast, mochapodcastnetwork.com. That's mochapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. We got another power couple on this weekend. It's Cafe Mocha. Joining us, gospel singer J.J. Hairston. His new album is called Believe Again, Volume 2. But I want to start with the book, J.J., A Miracle Marriage. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm, this is one of those mama, I made it moments for me. Thank y'all so much for having <laughs> oh, me. <today>. So sweet. <laughs> well, you listen to us, you in the D.C. area, you listen to us on H.U.R.? Absolutely. H.U.R. is right around the corner from me. So I'm, this is this is home for me. I'm glad to be able to talk to you all today. Well, super. I want to start with the book, A Miracle Marriage. I forgive you. I trust you. I believe in you. What inspired you and your wife to write the book? I'm a typical guy, right? No, I shouldn't say typical. Um, I'm a guy who messed up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My my wife and I got married when we were very young. We've been like literally high school sweethearts. I started dating with her when I was 15 and she was 13. Um, So when we got, when we graduated from high school, we decided right there, we don't want to wait. We're going to get married. And we went to the just to the peace. We didn't even go to an actual church, even though she's a pastor's daughter and all that. Um, so initially going into the relationship and going into marriage, we had no idea what the covenant meant and how we were supposed to uphold each other and respect and love each other. Um, so in those first couple of years, we like, I mean, we both were, we were living in separate homes and, um, it was just crazy to the point where we were going to get divorced. Um, all of her friends and family and my friends and family as well said, just get it a no. We hadn't even been together long enough to consider a real divorce. So it was like, we were going to do that, but something in me told me um, that I needed to restore my marriage. Um, So the reason why we call the book A Miracle Marriage is we went from divorce court to now being marriage marriage counselors and pastors together. And we've been married now for 28 years. Um, So we've we've learned a lot, um, but what the book talks about is the steps we had to take. To, to retrieve this, to have this miracle. Because a lot of people think that a miracle just comes from heaven. You have nothing to do but just stand there and wait for it. But there right. are sometimes you're going to have to do something to, to have your miracle. So that's what the book is talking about. We're on the line with gospel singer J.J. Harrison. His new album is Believe Again, Volume 2. And we're talking about his relationship book, A Miracle Marriage. I forgive you. I trust you. I believe you. What is the top three tips, especially for young couples, did you yeah. would say to give advice to? Is one of them wait? <laughs> you know, well, I would say that, but then, you know, this is the problem. Well, I shouldn't say this is the problem. Um, my, my in-laws, they got married when they were young like us, and they've been married now for over 65 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I know a lot of older couples who have been together year, for years and um, they've gotten married very young. I think for us, the lesson was um, you have to understand the covenant. But what we really had to learn first was how to talk. A lot of people get married and they talk around each other. They talk about each other, but they don't know how to talk to Mm -hmm. each other. So what we had to learn was how to communicate the things that we felt nervous about sharing, the things that we thought would make the other person leave us just to be honest and transparent. And, And in that we give each other the opportunity to forgive, to love each other through whatever we're experiencing. So communication is first. Trust is second. 
Um, I tell people all the time, trust is not a door you open. It's a building. It's something you have to steadily build. And mm. it comes through uh, making the right decisions. It comes through being very transparent. So you have to build trust. And last but not least, we say be affectionate, um, but people determine what affection means in different ways. What I've learned is we as men, there are a lot of things we think but don't say. Um, and I, I could look at her and say, oh, she looks beautiful today. But, now, but then I would say to her, you ready to go? So what I've learned to say is, uh, what I've learned to do is really say what's on my heart and what's on my mind. Because sometimes mm-hmm. she may need that affirmation mm-hmm. um, to come from me instead of it coming from someplace else. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. I, I have a question. You say trust. Does trust mean come clean? You know, I think it does. I, and I know people say, hey, you, you got to make sure your, your spouse is ready to handle what you have to say. And, I, and while that's true, you have to um, be, be daring and bold enough to put your truth out there. Because what I've learned is when, you ha- when your truth is found out from another source, it sounds like you are lying the whole time. Yeah. And, and it will never be interpreted at, or felt as if I was protecting you by not sharing. So when I say trust and when I say communicate what's happened, I say put it all out there and give the person, give your spouse the opportunity to forgive you. If I don't tell you the whole truth, I'm not giving you the opportunity to forgive me. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. The espresso is brought to you by Essence Festival of Culture, presented by Coca-Cola. New Orleans, June 29th through July 3rd. This is the espresso. Ray J, Sammy, Bobby V, and Pleasure P have a new group called RSVP. They're performing at Maple House Barnes Amphitheater this weekend. They also have new music coming soon. We got the nicest project you can imagine. I just wish we would just put some of these songs out. We, need to, we got the new song, Mr. Nasty and um, Lay You Down, coming out. Season two of the basketball drama Swagger returns to Apple TV. You can expect some some really gripping storytelling just about young, being young, being black in America. And uh, what does the pressure of being great do to people? And Letitia Wright stars in the Black Western Surrounded. Surrounded is a journey that follows Mo Washington, a young woman from Missouri, and she is an ex-slave, but she was able to gain experience within the Buffalo Soldier regime and be a soldier for two years. Surrounded is available on demand on Amazon Prime Video. That's The Espresso. We're on the line with gospel singer J.J. Harrison. His new album is Believe Again, Volume 2. And we're talking about his relationship book, A Miracle Marriage. I forgive you. I trust you. I believe you. But, you know, J.J., many people can't get to the forgiveness part to repair their relationship. What are some steps to forgiveness? You know, um, I'll be honest with you. Forgiveness was a really hard thing for me. My family is known for holding grudges. <laughs> it's like, we are <laughs> proud of it. Like you, you mess up with us, you'll never get in with us again. So forgiveness for me was a, was a, a strong uh, stronghold for me and it's a process I had to work through. What I've learned is when you're forgiving someone, you have to try not to rehearse what was done wrong to you in your head. Because for me, I, you, we can have an argument right now and I can go back 10 years and bring back to you what you said 10 years ago, how you said it and how it made me feel because I wow. consistently rehearsed what it felt like. But you, when you forgive someone, you have to try your best to let that go. The worst 
the, I mean, the biggest stronghold, the biggest uh, opposing force of forgiveness is your memory. So if you can learn how to release what your memories and those bad thoughts and start fresh as best as you can, it'll be a little bit easier to forgive. Send a reminder. We're on the line with gospel singer J.J. Harrison. His new album is Believe Again, Volume 2. And we're talking about his relationship book, A Miracle Marriage. I forgive you. I trust you. I believe you. Let's get into your album, uh, Believe Again, Volume 2. What is Volume 2 about? So, okay, I'm, I, I've shared a little bit my, of my age. So um, when I first started releasing music, you, you record as much as you want. And we were releasing... I mean, we recorded like up to 20 songs. And then the label said, hey, y'all, you can't put 20 songs on one record. People are releasing <laughs> five song records right now. What are you doing? Um, so I said, okay, we recorded a whole record and we said, I- I'll split it in half. Um, so the first volume released in October, uh, the end of September of last year. And we just released volume two a few weeks ago. And I'm extremely proud of it. I got some great friends on there. Um, Pastor Travis Green, um, he's an awesome gospel artist, um, and some others that are really great. But then what I've been able to do um, is also record some people who are just starting to come out in gospel music, people that are very young and fresh and have a great new sound. And we've been able to incorporate them as well so they can start to share the platform. And I'm really excited about how it came out. It's 12 songs that I think everybody will love, and it'll help you to remember what God has done. What do you want the the listeners to take away from this volume? You know, I've, I've shared this often. I feel like through the pandemic, we went through a strong health crisis, but now coming out of it, I feel like we're in a faith crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people who just don't believe anymore um, because of various reasons, because, you know, they were really disappointed in what happened in the season of of 2020 through 2022. There are a lot of people who lost loved ones. And because of that, they've lost their faith. Uh, But what I want them to walk, what people will walk away with um, when they listen to this record is there's a reason to believe. If you just remember all the things that God has done outside of your disappointment, all the ways he's made, all the doors he's opened, then it'll help you remember what God is able to do. And then you'll look at what you're going through now and say, if he did that before, he can do this too. I know you and your wife work together as ministers for your congregation. How are we bringing the young teens into church now? Because so many of them have been, you know, haven't been to church in two years. How, do, how are we bringing them in? You know, it's so funny. Um, I think people think that in order to attract a younger generation, you need to do what they do. But what I found is the young people, they want God. They don't want any tradition at all. They don't want any, um, they don't want you to try to conform to them or appeal to them. Just bring them into the presence of God. And that's what they want to be. And if you look at some of the revivals that have been happening across the country, like at the Asbury College, where like thousands of students just coming in and singing. They just want an experience with God. And what we've learned to do is to take programs out of the way and, and, and and stop trying to make them worship the way we worship. Just give them the space to worship on their own. So that's what we've been doing at the church, and it's been amazing. But not only that, our church is in the middle of the hood. I mean, for real, in the middle of the hood. And what's great about that is uh, we literally have alcoholics that walk in off the street 
and we, and we don't judge them. We love them. We have people who are, who are addicted to um, different drugs, whatever, and we don't judge them. We love them. And then what's been happening is they keep coming back because they haven't experienced love like this before. So it, it, take the program out the way, give them a space to worship, and show them the love of God, and they'll keep coming. The That's album beautiful. is called Believe Again, Volume 2. And uh, we've been talking to J.J. Harrison, Grammy-nominated, Billboard Music Award-winning and Stella Award-winning artist. Thank you so much for taking time with us at Cafe yes. Mocha. Can't wait to listen to the album, Volume 2. can't wait to pick up the book. Let's go. Thank y'all so much. It's been my honor to talk to you both, all of you. Thank you. If you miss any part of the show or you want to hear the full conversation with Kirk and Tammy Franklin, only place you can get it is on the podcast. Go to mochapodcastnetwork.com, mochapodcastnetwork.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts and type in Cafe Mocha Radio. Until next time, you know where to find us. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media, executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.